friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Holly Taylor here. We're talking about the things that we are most proud of when it comes to the children in our lives. Um, I'm actually proud of how my daughters are adjusting to the big change of being uh, Albertans and now Ontarians. Ontario. On. <laughs> Producer Mike, help me out here. Ontarians? Ontarians? I think so, yeah. But now that you say it, it does sound kind of weird. Doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they're adjusting very well, making friends, and uh, I'm just very proud of them. So there's that uh, message here. This is from Mary. She says she's very proud of her oldest daughter. She is now 23, and uh, she is killing it academically, and she's just so proud that her daughter is chasing her dreams. And she's doing it with excellence. Mary, thank you so much for your message today. Um, Producer Mike, I know you don't have kids, but I'm sure someone in your life does. Yeah, my best friend, Brad, his kid, uh, he's the only kid in my life. He's 10 (laughs) years old. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm Mr. Mike, as far as he's concerned. Ooh, just to add another label. That's right. Producer Mike, Mr. Mike. Some some prestige. There you you go. Showing respect. I Mm, like that. Of course, yeah. So can you brag on this 10-year-old? Something that I've noticed him doing recently is uh, social interactions. He seems to be a little more empathetic. He's picking up on, you know, it 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 hurts when somebody else is hurting, mm-hmm. and he wants to make them feel better. Um, he talks with his, some of his friends on the iPad, and I overheard them a couple of weeks ago talking about somebody in his class. Um, and it doesn't seem like that's somebody they're close friends with, but they were concerned about this girl because they hadn't seen her in a few days or, or something. So um, just sort of seeing that, it, it, he's noticing other people and um, a little less introspective. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Yeah. He's going through one of those maturing moments where it's not just about him, but uh, he gets to see how other people are, are living and uh, reaching out or just saying, I hope they're okay. And it's really interesting to watch, too, especially with, like, the scientific mind that I have. It's yes. Like, oh, he's, he's growing. This yeah. is the, the yeah. psychological development or something. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's interesting. Well, it's cool. And, I, you know, like most parents surveyed, just love that their kids are being empathetic and being kind. So if you've got a story, you can always text it in, 905-338-1250. No matter what age or stage that child in your life is, we want to hear, why are you proud of them? You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the Greater Toronto Area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. I'm Holly Taylor, and this is a fun story of where the rubber meets the road. Yes, pun intended. Now, I feel like I might have talked about this previously. However, I love that the innovation, the science behind it continues to grow because every time it is winter or spring, what are we doing to our vehicles? We are switching out the tires, right? Getting rid of the uh, winter tires, maybe checking the treads, making sure everything is okay. Well, it looks like in Australia, with all these extra tires kicking around, they have decided to recycle the tires and they are using them in the roads. They say that in the summer heat of that hot sunshine, it's actually making the roads last twice as long. So 
There you go. So, of course, they're still researching this just to see how it will relate as it's mixed to asphalt. But there you go. If you want long lasting roads, maybe it's time for the tires driving on them to be a part of them. Honestly, it makes sense. It really truly does. But I'm curious. They're not going to be using winter tires for this, I don't think. Maybe just summer tires? Because the winter tires at seven degrees Celsius start to break down a bit. Uh, okay, honestly, producer Mike, hop in. You are a car guy. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, you just got me thinking about this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe uh, it would make them stickier so the, the surface of the road would have more traction. Might okay. be better in the rain. Ooh. But maybe there's a point where it gets too hot and then the traction loses. Yeah. I know that works in motorsports. Right? So. Okay, well, now I'm curious. Australia, let us know. <laughs> Seriously. Inquiring minds are just curious. Um, and I'm curious to know what rubber in our roads would look like with Canadian weather. Well, last Friday, me and Origin had a great conversation about boundaries, which I really loved. Check out the podcast version of our conversation wherever you get your podcasts or going to faithstrongtoday.com because we, we really dove into it because I'm the kind of person who has never really been good at saying no. I mean, this past long weekend is a prime example of it. I literally went from thing to thing to thing, and I don't say that to brag. I just want to... Come clean, I guess. I'm not so good at saying no, but I am getting better. And it's all about that journey. But we do have to be really careful that we don't stretch ourselves too thin, as there are some very subtle signs that you might be starting to burn out. Sometimes we ignore it. Or we just think, oh, I didn't get a good night's sleep tonight or last night or I didn't get a good nap. Uh, but if you are getting body fatigue, uh, this could be a sign of burnout. If you're starting to get sick, very easy, or you don't have the same level of motivation as you had before. These all signs of burnout, isolating yourself from others, feeling alone in the world, a decreased sense of accomplishment, feeling trapped, constantly tired, helpless, defeated, a change in your sleep patterns or your appetite headaches, muscle pains. Honestly, the list goes on. There are so many signs that you could be burning out. The sense of failure or self-doubt, cynicism or detachment, having a hard time focusing, increased frustration and irritability. All of these warning signs of burnout. So I want to encourage you just to listen to your body and take heed to what it is telling you. Even one of these signs is a, a good indication that um, maybe I need a bit of a break. And the best time to take a break is as soon as you recognize you need one. You don't want that cup of energy to get too empty that it gets dry. You want to make sure you keep filling up your cup as you move along so that you can help other people in a healthy way and from a healthy place. So watch out for some of those signs, especially as we have more and more opportunities to get out there, be busy, to volunteer. All of these are great things to do, but sometimes you just need to say no. You can also catch us across the airways of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking road trips today. And what is your favorite memory in a vehicle going on a road trip? You can text in at 905-338-1250 or head to our Facebook or our Twitter. It's at Good Company FST. Road trips. I love the games. I love the snacks. I love being with my friends. That is from Paul. Um, I, I like road 
chips, it depends on who you're with, right? Producer Mike, are you a road trip guy? I know you like cars. Or would you rather just hop on a plane and get there? No, I'd rather drive. You get to see more along the way. Yeah, I guess. You don't get to see the the cool street signs and Mm -hmm. that wonky looking gas station (laughs) that you wonder... Is it still open? Yeah. <laughs> is it abandoned? Yeah, exactly. You don't get to see that stuff from 38,000 feet. That's true. Yeah. It's very, very small. Although the scenery when you're flying over the mountain ranges is pretty nice. Oh, it's gorgeous. I'll never forget seeing uh, Grand Canyon Ooh, when I was heading to Vegas. Ooh, yeah. From the air. I've only ever flown at night to Vegas. I feel like I'm missing out. You could be. I think I am. Get them to turn on the spotlights next time. Okay, I'll totally do that. <laughs> um, and anyone in aviation is laughing very heartily right now. Yes. Spotlights. <laughs> what is she in a helicopter? All right. So if you've got a story, maybe there's a favorite road trip memory that you have. You can let me know. You can text in or head to our Facebook page. Uh, Isabel says, "Flying all the way. No, thank you. I get car sick." Hey, <laughs> that's totally fair. Totally fair. You can catch us on the airwaves in the GTA. Also, you can catch us on demand using the MyJoy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. And yes, there is more. We are streaming at joyradio.ca. So lots of ways for you to catch us here at Good Company. All right. I stumbled upon this story and I was really shocked because when I think of this, I think, there's so many other things I would do with this money. But Mercedes just sold the world's most expensive car. Guess how much they sold it for? $142 million. $142 million? I mean, wow. When I think of that number, I I think, wow, I I could get 50 houses in the GTA with that. (laughs) <laughs> or if, if there's 193 countries, we could build orphanages in every single country and then keep them running as well. Well, this was a very rare 1955 Mercedes-Benz SLR Coupe, which honestly means nothing to me, but apparently it's a, an old car with a prestigious designer or something, whatchamacallit. But still, $142 million. Previously, back in 2018, there was a car that was sold for $70 million. That was for a 1963 Ferrari 250 GTO. So there you go. Um, But here's the cool thing about this. That was a lot of money, but apparently this money is going to be used to establish the Mercedes-Benz Fund, which is a global scholarship fund. So that part made me feel good about it. Yeah, that was a big chunk of money for one vehicle. However, it's going to be helping other people in the long run. Man, but 142 million? <sighs> My car costs at least, at least 2,400.